you are listening to The Hoist, listening to Sin, and right now, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to an emerging NAM-based vocalist, rapper, songwriter, icon, all of the things. Her name literally means the one who walks on clouds. I am talking about Megna on the other side of the desk. Hello! Hello! I feel like I need to give you such big context that Megna and I are quite good friends. Yes. So it is so exciting to have you here in the studio today to chat about your new music and also just to have a little yarn. How are you going? Good. Thank you for having me, Sarah. Um, yes, I love Sarah, this person <laughs> right here. So it's it's great to be chatting with you. I feel like you can feel the love without even seeing us right now in the studio. There is a lot of love here. Yes. We've just spent a week together. I know. Um, big hugs, you know. Big hugs, big sounds, all of big the things. <laughs> exactly. Good pun. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I try my best. Um, but I guess first off, you've only been releasing music now for like a little while. It's like a, this is not your first release by any means. We've like been loving it here at Sin. We had Pacifist Philosophy feature a little while ago as well as 2045 on the Sweet 16. I think right now as well or the week before at the very least. Very Ooh. cool. No, last week. Last week. <laughs> Time's an illusion to I me. Same, same <laughs> Time here. is an illusion. Uh, how has been like releasing music for you? It's been really wonderful and a privilege to be able to um, release music and get support from Sin. I think Sin is just such a lovely radio station. Not not like sort of, lush, not brown nosing <laughs> at all. But seriously, um, I love the people here, and I, I really sort of enjoyed um, after you know such a long time of. You know, taking a break during the pandemic, um, mm-hmm. being able to see see the fruits of, um, I guess, my labour and everyone else's labour in yeah. the music industry. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting to watch. I feel like there's a lot of energy surrounding your releases at the moment. And I think you, it's really fitting uh, just to mention Sin in that as well, because Sin is a youth station. Yes. And this song, 2045, is about ageing. Is that correct? Nice segue. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's um about the passage of time and mm. becoming cognizant of... um how quickly time moves and how impermanent it is and I feel like when you're a little kid I'm sure like you felt this way Sarah as well as a fellow young person that um you you feel like the years go on for ages and you sort of don't like really realize time and you're like oh the school days are so long and I can't wait to be done with school and then once you're out of school it's just you know it all goes out the window. You're like clinging on to these precious moments and yeah. you feel like you want to cling on to your youth and stuff like that. So that's what 2045 is about. But that was a really slick segue, Thank I've got to say. I try my best. I really do. Um, but it's something that I think, yeah, we can all relate to at one point or another. And I mean, even though we're both young right now, everyone has been young at some point and they can yeah. definitely be able to sense the difference between, yeah, like year 10 feels like it goes forever mm. and when you're in it you're in the thick of it and you're like this is what life will always be mm. and then suddenly it's like you're 22 you're 23 you're moving out of home this is happening that's happening um what would you say has been the biggest change for you since you've started releasing music oh um i feel like personally um on a personal level i feel like i've become much more um I guess, confident in my own brand, um, you know, sort of as you're, you're writing your music and I've been writing music for quite a long time mm-hmm. and I feel like I've, it's just sort of been very ad hoc and it's been very random, but now that I'm releasing music and I'm starting to get into like this nice groove and I yeah. feel like I'm becoming more, yeah, you know, like confident in um, my 
my personality, my brand and what I'm putting out to the world. Uh, that's just sort of like a more abstract thing. But um, I also really appreciate, uh, I really, really appreciate that people are starting to listen to my music and um, to support it. And that's just a really nice um, sort of caveat. It's a nice change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see that in your evolving over the past couple of years in particular I think yeah it's really cool to sort of like grasp onto that concept of seeing like not only how much has changed but also just like the unknowing of like what's to come uh and in relation to this track 2045 uh when you were writing it, it came to you pretty quickly is that right yeah it came very quickly it was one of um weirdly the quickest songs I've ever written Mm. and I usually um I'm pretty indecisive creatively and I I do lots of revisions and things like that um but 2045 was sort of I actually wrote the bulk of the song um 30 minutes before I like jumped to record nice Uh, yeah so it took about like it was like a 15 minute session I think I had been like sort of trying to think of I had the beat and I was thinking of things to put in the song for a very long time, but then it finally like came yeah. to me right before. And I feel like you can't really predict these sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. Had you been toying with the idea for a while? Uh, I definitely always felt a bit of Peter Pan syndrome, which yeah. is what inspired the song. Um, I knew I wanted it to be loosely about uh, f- that feeling of clinging on to your youth and the the concept of time and grappling with that. But uh, I didn't really think about how it was going to realistically form a song. Yeah. But uh, it just came to me and I was like, why don't I use this random year called 2045? I'll be yeah. like I'll be like in my 40s in 2045. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I wonder, hopefully you're still making music in 2045. Hell hopefully. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. What do you think 2045 Magna's music will be about? Ooh, <laughs> maybe... Um, 2075 <laughs> I don't know about when I'm in my 70s uh, I don't know uh, hopefully it will be very slay yeah um, I hope so it will be we'll be still you know jamming out in, this, <laughs> yeah. in the studio yeah absolutely I reckon we will be oh, definitely. Um, it's really interesting that you say the track is yeah about grasping onto the idea of youth because we are still so very young yes and I feel like for context Magna and I have just spent a week together in Big Sound yeah at Big Sound in Brisbane which is a music industry conference and festival and it's super fun and you meet lots of people but I feel like we were surrounded for a lot of it by a lot of young people in music how was that for you did you find like maybe the idea of youth was like more in reach or like not as big of an issue when surrounded by young people. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, by no, by no means um, am I sort of complaining about like being, you know, being twenty two when twenty two is so actually so young in the grand scheme of things. And when Sarah and I went to Big Sound, it was actually really rejuvenating, really yeah. really rejuvenating to see all these young people just killing it. Yeah. Um, for example, we saw like Bella Moore, who's like so sick. Young. I played Bella Moore at the beginning of the oh, show. Did you? Yeah. She was so great. Such a such a talent. And so many young people and just people from all different walks of life just killing it. And it was very inspiring to see because I feel like 
in isolation it being in the pandemic we were so siloed and we sort of felt like we were releasing stuff into the void but then meeting people at big sound and watching them perform and also hearing about their experiences and their creative journeys was just great and seeing young people do amazing things is always just a really fulfilling thing. Yeah it's so cool and it's so so great to be able to connect with people in that way not only like through meeting people face to face but also through music which is really exciting um yeah said that like yeah obviously quite inspired by the people you are around more broadly who are you inspired by music wise oh what a question what a question (laughs) it's i'm hitting you the hard the hard ones you know question it's because sarah knows me too well trying (laughs) to get me get deep into it i did say before this i was like megna's coming in to tell her secrets will i get them out of her stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) um i have been influenced by a a lot um i grew up i've said this a couple of times before i've grown up very on very classical 80s rock that was predominantly Love. yeah it was thanks to my dad I, that's what I predominantly listened to I listened to a lot of Dire Straits Billy Joel the Bee Gees who are sort of 70s sorry um then oh, I I know I know, got it wrong <laughs> and then um I had like lots of these random musical phases like I had one where um I was really into Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons Ooh. like Okay, I see you. I had a whole, you know, 60s phase. And then... and then I really got into um, BTS in my final year of school, which was a welcome distraction. And I really sort of discovered, like, K-pop, but also other world music, like um, Kazakhstani music from that. Cool. And... and all and Turkish music and all this and obviously I'd also grown up on Bollywood music as well. I guess if that's a very sort of abstract answer, but if I had to give like three musical acts that I feel like really shaped me, yeah, uh, not even musically, but just as a person, yeah, um, Dire Straits, um, cool. Frankie Valli, uh, London Grammar. Oh, I had a London grammar face. I had a London grammar (laughs) face. And I was like, 14, high five. I'm not going to reach you. That would be bad for you. I was like around 14, 15 or so. Yeah, I think we're the same age, so it would make sense. They had that one song that went off. What was it? The single. Stronger? Yeah, I think so. And then I was like, I'm not going to be like everyone else. I'm going to get all of their music into my brain. I was the same with um, American authors who did um, Best Day of My Life. Oh, like that really this like jangly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm gonna listen to all of their music. I'm gonna be different. And I think that's where my love of like local music came in because I was like, I want to like hear all the songs anyone else knows. Oh, <laughs> then, I know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's funny. London yeah. Grammar. London Grammar. What you know, London Grammar. I went and saw them live. They're just incredible. Cool. Um, and then uh, did I say BTS? Yeah, BTS yeah. as well. And Cochise and. And now Cochise and Audrey Noon are sort of my favourites. Okay, very nice. Very solid picks, I must say. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Just touching back onto 2045 now, and we've been speaking a lot about how the track is about how, like, life just moves fast you, and it's, like, yeah, super fast and, like, you know, like on 1.5 like you're just like zooming right and it's like oh my god I'm like getting older every day and all of that sort of thing talk me through the artwork it's like two sort of older people in front of a clock yeah so this is a good this is a good question because um I had the artwork done with um 
the brilliant, talented, ARIA award-winning She's Aphrodite, um, Michelle Pateris. I have to give a shout-out to Woo-hoo! Michelle, who I actually met for the first time at Big Sound. Yeah. And uh there and she's sort of experimenting with this AI art and she's really good at it, good at it. And I kind of really like that futuristic style and experimenting yeah. with technology in my music. And uh, I was like, let's chuck something. Oh, sorry, I just hit my water bottle. <laughs> uh, let's chuck something into um, the AI generator, a couple of prompts, and then that's what uh, Michelle gave to me. Essentially, I wanted it to depict. Uh, the actual passage of time without being too on the nose so it came out with two women um but i think yeah one of them is sort of younger and then it's like another version of her next to her older so it's supposed to be very like futuristic very strange eerie and i feel like cover art's also really important because it can draw you in to listen to an artist i mean it's like often the first thing you see from a musician is their cover art and I remember seeing it and I was like, oh, this is not what I would expect for Megna. And I like <laughs> listened to the track and I feel like it really complements it in a really cool way. Oh, thank you. And I love that you're saying that you want to like incorporate more like technology and that sort of thing into your music. I feel like, you know, AI is like obviously is, like such a big thing at the moment. Um, but also just in general, I think it's really cool to see. I remember when I first met you, I feel like I need to like, give everyone context. <laughs> Megna and I first met at a house gig in Brunswick. Yeah. So <laughs> Magna played Magna <laughs> yeah. played in one of our friends' backyards and it was really cool because I just remember you being like, Yeah, this song is about I can't remember what it was, but you were like, This is about a really intense thing. And then it was a <laughs> banger. It was like a banger. And I feel like that's what your music always is. It's always like a, such a bigger meaning to it. And it's just a banger. Oh, thank you. <laughs> is that like important to you to have like that like juxtaposition of like the energy versus the content? Yeah, definitely. I really uh, start start writing from the heart and I don't necessarily always write about myself. Like 2045 was very Magna-centric. It was what I was feeling at the time. Um, Pacifist philosophy too was what I was feeling at the time, but it's also about the broader sort of human condition. Um, but I think it's really I write about just what I, I get I feel very deeply about and that's a lot of social justice and world issues and stuff that uh, affects humanity you know you and I and uh and it's important for me to make those sonic bangers too like sonically like um I really like like fairly upbeat songs and I love hip-hop and uh I guess it just works in tandem yeah absolutely well this track that we're about to hit play on is definitely a sonic banger it Thank is you. 2045 from Magna. Before we hit play, any any last words? Um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming um, on. Yes, and I, if anyone wants to come, um, I've got a gig on Saturday, the 9th of December. Woo. Thanks to Always Live Metro and Visit Melbourne. It's end of the line Williamstown with Alex Leahy, Leahy um, Alice Sky, and Philly. Come along. So cool. December 9th is when that one is. You are listening to The Hoist on Sin. Sarah Davenport here with you. Megna, thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you.